We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast, the show about everything and nothing all at once. I'm your host, the one and only host of Loudmouth, Madison Hadler. And today I am joined with one of my BFF gal pals in the entire world, <laughs> Brianna Watson. Hello, I'm Bri, and uh, I'm currently a, a stay at home mom of a crazy, rambunctious uh, two year old. I am currently eight months pregnant with my second child, and I am currently a military spouse of a sailor in the Navy, and we reside in Honolulu, Oahu, Hawaii. Bree and I have been BFF since uh, freshman year of college and stayed best friends, long distance best friends, I tell you what. Um... And just last week, I got a call from Brie and she was like, listen to this. And she told me of something that's going on in Hawaii right now with the Navy and the water supply. So we are here today. She's here today to talk about everything that's been going on because she has firsthand experience of everything that's happening, has been there since the get go of these kind of reports coming out. So she's going to talk to us about it all today. It's something that's not being talked about enough. No, 100%. I've seen Fox, I've seen CNN, I've seen CBS cover, um, but all of those outlets, I've only seen one or two articles come out of them. So it's definitely something that I believe the military, the Navy are trying to kind of keep under wraps and cover up. And that is kind of the um, historical background of a lot of this information that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Okay. So Bree, talk through it to us. What is happening right now in Hawaii and what you've been experiencing? Um, On November 28th, was that a Sunday? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Okay. We were getting ready to go on a walk. Um, I've got a golden retriever and he's um, wild. And so we were getting ready to take Hank, Hanky Panky on a walk. And I checked our community Facebook page. Um, uh, I live in Catlin Park and we have like a little community group, Facebook page. We post mainly about like car break-ins and like stuff going on. But somebody had posted, um, does anyone notice a weird smell coming from their water? Um, I swear that my tap water smells like motor oil. I thought I was crazy, but another neighbor said that she had noticed the same thing. So obviously Caden and I are like, oh, that's really weird. So we go to the sink, we get out a cup, we fill it up and we both smell it. And initially, like, I didn't really feel like I smelled anything, Um, but Later that day, um, when we refilled the cup up again, I kind of started to notice like a motor oil, like auto shop, like what it smells like when you go to, you know, Mitchum tire to get your oil changed, (laughs) just kind of what my water was smelling like. And I was like, okay, this is a little weird, but I was like, you know, I just read this Facebook post. If I'm looking for my water to smell like oil, I feel like my brain is going to be like, okay, this smells smells like oil. oil. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, my husband and you know how level-headed he is. (laughs) He pulls out another cup of water and he 
puts one with like a water bottle and then the other one with the tap water and he tells me to smell both and pick out which one okay. is our tap water. So, you know, this is what we did. For like, yes. Yes. That's what we did for like <laughs> the rest of Sunday. And then, <clears throat> you know, t- like I said, later in the afternoon, I kind of started to smell it. So at that point, um, we had some water bottles that we bought for the hurricane season. So I wasn't too like too worried about like Caden or I, but you know, with a two-year-old and two dogs, I was like, you know what, we're going to switch everybody over to bottled water just till like we get some information. And I knew that the post like blew up. So I knew that housing and maintenance were definitely getting called about this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so joint um, base Pearl Harbor Hickam, I'm going to talk about a lot. They're a base um, here in Hawaii. They're right down the road from me, kind of, they're really close to the site of Pearl Harbor, um, but they are a joint base with the Navy and the Air Force. And they put out that the Navy is investigating reports of a chemical smell in drinking water at several homes in some of the military housing areas. um, And that they had indicated that there was no immediate reason to think that the water was not safe Mm -hmm. um they continued they said that they were going to continue to investigate it and that they had gone to several homes and they'd even gone to the well and that there was no sign or um no smell or sign of fuel or chemicals in the water um they said that they were going to continue doing testing and the department of health joined them with this and take samples madison when i tell you that this post got a lot of hate yeah. We felt <laughs> literally, um, at this point, we literally felt gaslit. Gaslit. Yeah. You know, people were commenting with pictures of their babies bathing in this water covered in rashes. Um, the comments are full of coffee cups, full of water, and you can see like an oily sheen um, on the top. People were even going as far as taking lighters to these cups and showing how it would ignite the top of the coffee cup. People were angry. Yeah. Which rightfully so. And I think one thing that we talked about whenever you called and told me was the funny thing was they were investigating themselves. I'm sure they have like, you know, the supplies to like do regular testing and things like that. But I just feel like if somebody were to be posting about how their water supply was contaminated, I probably would have gotten like an even bigger specialist than somebody in the Navy or Air Force and been like, come test this water because you want to make sure that you're all clear on that. But they were investigating themselves and said that they had found nothing at that point. Correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. There are a lot of memes that came out of them. A lot of them are pretty comical. Um, they're kind of how I'm coping with all of this, you know, because I've fed my my child uh, gas water for mm-hmm. the last couple months, you know, so I've got to cope um, in some way, shape or form. But uh, yeah, it was they were definitely investigating themselves. And uh, later, later, much later, they came out and said that um, their tests actually weren't sensitive enough to detect the petroleum in the water. Um, and rightfully you know thinking logically here they said that their most of their tests didn't test for jet fuel in the water which you know that's not something you usually are are looking for so yeah on that same evening a lieutenant colonel who that's army he posted um probably around the same time that the joint pearl harbor base came out but he posted um ohana which means family for those that do not know. I have been notified that communities to include AMR, which is Army Housing, Navy Honolulu, Halsey, Radford, and Catlin have fuel contaminated water. Do not drink, bathe, or cook with it. NAVFAC, um, they're the ones who are leading the investigation. They are also part of the Navy. Um, And our chain of command have been alerted Once I know of a repair or water alternative, I will post again. So how did you see that post? Because you had sent it to me and I I think it was, was it on a Facebook post? Yeah. So, um, 
when you go to try to like look him up, um, I left his name out of it only because I don't know if yeah. he got um, in trouble after the fact, just because it wasn't congruent with what the Navy was putting out. Um, but when you do search this um, specific individual's Facebook page, everything's very private. I wasn't able to find the post myself, mm-hmm. but it was posted in my community page with somebody who it was like their spouse was in his command and they had posted that. So, you know, it was it was really strange that this person was posting that our water was contaminated, but yet the Navy had told us that the same night that there was nothing wrong with our water. Yeah. So who do we believe? Yeah. Yeah. Like we said, literally gaslighting you, filling you up full of gas and then saying, we didn't do that. But at this point, there was no real, like, I mean, obviously everyone had been posting and like saying that they smelt it. But at this point, there was no like official statement put out by anyone except for the, this lieutenant, which, you know, technically isn't like an official statement that the water, what, that there was something wrong with the water. Yeah. And, and you guys hadn't been told to stop drinking it or anything at this point. Right. Right. It's really, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So another thing that we kind of talked about was that, um, so we live in Ohana military housing. So they're the branch through the Navy. You contact the Ohana office and yes, it's not their fault, but and at that time, the Navy had not indicated anything was wrong with the water. But um, if you were not on Facebook, if you were not in the community pages, you had no idea that this was happening. Um, my, my husband's got a buddy in the command and he lives over in Radford and he was affected. And I had actually just joined the Radford terrorist group because of this happening. I kind of wanted to stay up to date, um, with what other people were posting. And he texted his buddy that he works with. And he was just like, Hey, like water is like kind of funky. Like I would just suggest not using it until we figure out he's got a, um, I think she's one and a half and then a four-year-old. And so he was like, Hey, like don't. And he was like, I literally just drew my kids a bath. Like I had no idea. Um, and so it was kind of scary to think about like that there were people in my community that were still consuming this water, giving their babies baths, making bottles, Mm -hmm. giving their pets drinks with this water. And nobody had made an effort to be like, Hey, they're testing and investigating right now. So let's just go with don't consume any water until we have, you know, sufficient, um, results or an answer for you. Yes. I think it's so cool that, um, you like you're in these Facebook groups and that's how you get this news. Like, I mean, yes, it should be coming from, you know, Navy source or whatever, a higher up source so that everyone could get the same news, but it's really cool that it was first kind of detected and shown on your Facebook page. Although, the Navy is, you know, or was sufficiently gaslighting everyone. It's like cool that there was a group of people that was like, no, actually like, this is not okay. And they've been like, you guys have been pushing to get them to talk about it and to do something about it. So it's a great show of like advocacy and like group activism to be like, this is messed up in our community. We need to fix this. (laughs) We definitely talked about, I know I've talked to like some of my neighbors. Um, I think uh, us as in people who are affected, making a lot of noise, really pushed for something to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if we would have just kind of sat back and took and accepted what the Navy was telling us, nothing really would have been done. So us, Mm -hmm. I know I definitely called some governors. I know I definitely talked to some um, nonprofits Mm -hmm. about what they were doing to get us help. And you know, I left some voicemails and I called NAFAC. They came to my house. They tested my water, but making all that noise, uh, I think ultimately got um, us some answers and hopefully we'll fix what is going on right now. Okay. So that's all in one day. Every, all of that happened one day, one day, next day. What next goes on? <laughs> so NAFAC was driving around, um, my neighborhood specifically, I, I, okay, I'm going to compliment my uh, Facebook group here. We are like, all we all watch out for one, like one another. Uh-huh. Um, it's really like, I feel like our community page right now is like very tight, yes. but, um, <laughs> people were starting to post about how, um, they had like literally started to flush our fire hydrants, like spraying out full speed, like flushing our fire hydrants. And it was now fact. And we're like, what are they doing? If our water's fine, why are they flushing the pipes? 
seems fishy. Just a tad. And so, you know, we're just kind of all like really skeptical. And then later that day, the Department of Health, not the Navy, the Department of Health put out guidance um, that all Navy water users should avoid using their water for drinking, cooking, or oral hygiene. Navy is still telling us at this point that there is nothing in our water and that it is uh, still safe for consumption and that they are still testing, but at this time, their results have brought nothing back. Clarify again, the department, the Hawaii Department of Health said, Navy water system users, stop using it. Don't use the water. And the Navy at this point was still saying, we've been testing the water. There's no fuel. Nothing's in there. Navy water system users. So who does that include? What does that entail? So we're going to get into Red Hill here in a little bit. Um, But they have perfectly designed this water system, um, Red Hill fuel. Well, it's the Red Hill um, facility, but they have the fuel tanks there. And they also have our water system. Mm -hmm. This facility, Red Hill, is um, it gives the military communities water. Um, it is perfectly designed that I am affected, mm-hmm. but the best Western that's right across the street from me is not affected. They okay. are not Red Hill. Um, so all of the people who are in military housing, um, who are on base, who are off base, if you live in military housing, you are more than likely affected if you were on the Red Hill tanks. Okay. Heard. I mean, at this point you had already pretty much stopped using the water, right? Like, um, yeah, I think it was a Monday night. My husband, uh, boiled some (laughs) water bottles on the stove to heat them up and we put them in a pitcher and I got in the shower and he stood on the side of the tub and we took a pitcher bath because I did not trust our water. Um, in the morning of the 28th, we didn't really smell anything, but by the um, evening of the 28th, we started to smell stuff. So at that point we stopped using it. I have not used my dishwasher since the 28th. I have not used my washer machine since the 28th. We are strictly just using our water to flush the toilet. Wow. So So that happens on the 29th. Department of Health said, stop using your water. Most people probably are, most Navy people at least, probably already stopped using their water at that point. But the Navy still says, no, nothing's wrong. So on the 30th, they uh, actually started to uh, hand out bottled water. Um, The housing office in my community is a couple um, streets over and you can drive through there and you tell them um, how many people are in your household and they give you one gallon for each person. So this gallon is supposed to clean your dishes. This gallon is supposed to uh, help you brush your teeth, wash your hands, take a shower. This one gallon is supposed to do everything and you get one gallon per person per day. And let me tell you that um, I discovered in this that it takes way more than one gallon to wash my hair. So that's not even meeting the means of like having enough access to drinkable water. And to add on top of that, to do your laundry, uh, wash yourself, bathe your children, so little. You really don't realize how much you use your water until you cannot use your water. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, so they started handing out some water, which, you know, was a a step in the right direction, but they were still telling us that our water tests were coming back fine. They started setting up showers on base, Joint Pearl Harbor. Um, But Madison... Joint uh, Pearl Harbor Hiccup is also on the Red Hill Well. So they were offering us showers with the same water that I shower with at home. So um, I did not take advantage of that (laughs) offer. Well, and I don't know if a lot of your viewers have children, but me trying to drag my two-year-old to a uh, gym on base and uh, take a shower with him in the shower with me and trying to keep him from not running out of the shower, but naked is that would just, it's just too much. It's too much stress. It's not going to happen, Madison. It's not going to go well at all. So on the 30th, they hand out water and everything. And that's after they were flushing the fire hydrants. Okay. We also got word um, later that day 
that the necks and the commissary, which are both on the Red Hill well, the food court had been shut down due to water contamination. <laughs> but but our water is fine. Our, yeah, your water's fine. Of fine. course. And then on a on a personal note, is this you still you didn't have your car here, right? At this point. Uh, no, through all of this, I have not had a vehicle. Yeah. Which is another thing that uh, I will talk about when I think we get down to uh, a couple more bullet points. But um, it's really hard for uh, wives who have like deployed husbands right now and they have multiple children to, you know, if they don't have a car or, um, you know, they're they have mobility or disability. Um, Getting water from the Catlin Park Community Center to their home is actually very difficult. And a lot of our neighbors have offered like, hey, if you were not able to make it over there, if you're not able to carry this, um, I'm eight months pregnant. I don't want to carry a like five gallons of water five minutes home. So, you know, yeah, that's that's definitely a fault in the system right now is people who are not able to make it over there. How do they get their water? Yeah. So <laughs> Hawaii News Now on December 1st put out that a Hawaii lab has detected a petroleum product in a water sample collected from the Pearl Harbor Hickam system. This what? Is worry- yes, I know. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Brace yourself. <laughs> a worrisome finding that comes as investigations into the source of the fuel-like odor and oily sheen from the water continues. So this is on the Hawaii News. Yes. But the Navy at this point still hasn't said anything. I believe that that is true. Okay. Um, I do know they were holding some town halls. So some information was given out during those um, town halls. But I don't think that um, Joint Pearl Harbor base had put out until December 2nd. Today's the first that they had found that their wells were contaminated. So I think at this point we were still being told. Or at least not being told anything, not being updated at least. Yes. That's another, um, the communication during all of this has increasingly got better, but, uh, that was definitely something that a lot of us complained about that, you know, all our neighbors were literally the ones who were informing us about Uh what was going on. Yeah. As soon as they got that first report that somebody smelled fuel, they could have been like, okay, um, we're handing out water gallons of water. And that wouldn't have like necessarily fessed up to anything that just would have been like, Hey, we're going to take the precautions necessary just in case there is something in here. So I think that's so true. Like the communications, even from like a secondhand viewer who isn't in all the Facebook pages is it's pretty troubling that that's like like the Navy, you know? And this is how they're communicating with not even the public. It was with you guys, with people who are directly affected and people who have spouses that are in. Yeah, how they're treating their own people. And I think that that's something um, that Caden's really struggled with through all of this. Like, this is who he works for. Like, Mm -hmm. he trusts them. He trusts that they're going to take care of his family. He trusts that they're going to take care of him. And just with how everything has been handled, it definitely, he definitely has like struggled with this mm-hmm. and how the Navy has definitely handled it. Yeah. All right. So let's get to December 2nd, right? Yes. Madison, have you ever heard the term like go army, beat Navy or go Navy, beat army? Yeah. So um, the army beat us. <laughs> they beat us bad. So <laughs> On December 2nd, the Army started approving TLA. So this is temporary housing allowance. Um, This is an allotted amount to pay. It's based on your rank and your amount of dependents. So Uh your your wife, your children, and they give you this much money every single day. And you can go to a hotel that fits within that rate and your hotel stay is paid for. So they approved this for the families that are, um, you know, affected. They also started delivering water door to door, door to door. They started knocking on doors and delivering water. And then they also started providing breakfast and dinner to those who were affected. Because let me tell you how difficult it is to cook a meal Mm -hmm. when you can't wash your dishes. And so, okay, so this is the army that does this. The army on December 2nd says, 
We're going to take families. We're going to put them in housing. We're going to feed you breakfast and dinner. We're going to do things that we should have done from the get-go that everyone should have done, including maybe also delivering water door to door. Like that is such a simple solution. Like how many people do you have working in the military that you could send off to do that mission? Like, right. Exactly. The other thing was a lot of these families that, um, are doing this are paying out of pocket right now and they're waiting for reimbursement from the military. Um, so that's also something that it's definitely put us in a financial bind as well. It's not the money isn't auto- automatically put in your pocket. It is no. you have to work for it to actually get that. Get that. Yeah. yeah. The RV RV puts up people, gives them housing, whatever. What is the Navy doing for you all? Um, medicine. They're still in out water. Um, I believe that they were at this point they were still offering showers on um, Pearl Harbor. They still had not confirmed anything was wrong with our water okay so we know now that the navy spoiler alert the navy fesses up to the things are happening so when does that happen and how does that kind of happen so uh, on december 2nd i believe at one of the town hall meetings um they did release that one of their tests had come back positive for a petroleum product um i believe that this site was actually one of the schools because two of the schools that are um on the navy water system had also reported fuel like smells um and so they tested both uh i believe it was the red hill elementary and um another school that was like i said on the water line Mm. but they were the ones that came back um positive for the petroleum product schools awesome yes the poor children so it finally comes out later in december 2nd that something is in the water from the navy obviously this has already been suspected but this is the navy actually coming out and saying i just want to reiterate that the department of health um came out telling us not to drink any of our water on december 1st yes and it wasn't until December 2nd, later in the day that they finally had said something. So cool. Um, at this point, um, a lot of us had talked about in um, comments on posts and comments on lives and comments on, honestly, just in general conversation with my neighbors. Um, we, at this point, had lost all of our trust in the Navy. Um, and we all were following the guidance of the department of health. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like when the Navy came out with this, we were just kind of all like, wow, um, we don't care because, uh, we have lost our faith in you. We have lost our trust in you. And honestly, we don't, we, we don't feel that anything you're saying is true Mm -hmm. at this point. So what a terrible idea to piss off a bunch of like (laughs) Facebook military people. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. We kind of like talked about this too. Like there's always been this kind of like tension between native Hawaiians and, you know, um, military people or military, you know, spouse, whatever. And white people in particular as well. Um, People non-native to Hawaii coming in. And, you know, there's different, that's a whole different story on another end of the history of Hawaii. But I mean, this just goes to show that like a lot of their points and a lot of their opinions and a lot of their like problems with the military being on their land is not unprecedented. Like, no, 100%. Um, the department of health actually put out that, um, if we see flushing of fire hydrants in our neighborhood, that we need to be reporting it to the department of health because all of those storm drains lead to the ocean. So like, we are just, you know, throwing this jet fuel, back into the ocean and so I completely 100% get where they're coming from I mean I can empathize with that because at this point I feel similar like similar to that because we have also been lied and you know treated as pretty much like we're all delusional yeah yeah to be because we were ingesting jet fuel but (laughs) you know I just the amount of distrust that has been caused by this whole situation I definitely yeah. understand where I really I'm Madison I'm gonna wait for the um if you were affected by the I, Watergate of 2021 
Please call this phone number. You are entitled to compensation. I think the biggest thing that really like gets me in this and I'm sure obviously gets you too, but is the fact that they're doing this to people that live in their housing, to people that work for them, that have uprooted their families to come and let them or to allow them to serve, you know, the military, our country and whatever way they see fit. And yet this is what they're doing to the people who are doing that. And it's like, you can't even, if you can't even be honest with the people that you employ and that you house. It's really disheartening, you know, being eight months pregnant and, uh, the, my neighbors who are, you know, I can, I'm looking at their house right now. They're on the other side of the fence of me. She is 11 weeks pregnant. And, uh, my neighbor who lives directly out of my back door through my garage, um, she's 16 weeks pregnant. So just thinking about all of the pregnant women, what are the long-term effects that these are going to like, this is going to have on our babies are, you know, our children that have Bentley has been drinking this water. Um, he's been bathing this water. You know, we've been drinking this water, like just, it's just really upsetting. You know, yeah. the people that you trusted to take care of your family are actually feeding us jet fuel. So, yeah. just- so that's on December 2nd. They say, they finally say confirmed there was a small amount of petro- petroleum product in our, in the water. Okay. So next day. (laughs) Okay. So this doesn't really go along with uh, what's happening right now, but it was just like the icing on the cake (laughs) for my life. Um, it was 658 and I heard Bentley sound machine shut off and my fan stopped turning. And I was like, cool. out." My, my power that the only thing I have left in this <laughs> hell hole <laughs> does not work anymore. So, um, <laughs> I called Kevin who is at work at this time and I go, Hey babe. Um, so this is what's up. <laughs> I cannot make our son breakfast. Bentley is a little bit of a picky eater. Mm-hmm. I cannot make our son breakfast. Uh, NAFAC who is actually working on cleaning up our water right now is who is in charge of getting the electricity back on. So when the electricity shut off, I was like, great. Okay. So, um, next year I'm going to get power back and then maybe, you know, so, you know, I'm just prepared for the worst really. Yeah. Kaden leaves work to come pick us up, take us to McDonald's. The one thing that is keeping me sane is the one cup of coffee. I allot my pregnant self every day. And I couldn't even make my coffee. Mm-hmm. So I do not have a car. My, my car blew a head gasket. So uh, it's at Ford right now. So I couldn't even go to McDonald's mm-hmm. across the street to uh, get a cup of coffee. So yeah, that was, like I said, it's not related, but it was right. just like icing on the cake. Well, and like, it's good that you bring this up because these are just troubles that you had like in life already. But it's just like, I'm sure your story, even if it's not exactly the same as somebody else in your neighborhood, I'm sure somebody else is having those same difficulties. That's like, okay, well, because our power or because our water is already out, like all these other things are piling it up and making it hard to, you know, without a car, you can't go get the water that you're allotted to have. So it's like all these little things that I'm sure everyone else like is experiencing too with this huge overarching umbrella of we don't have water that we can use in our households like so you it's it's quote-unquote irrelevant but like this is probably a similar situation to literally your you know neighbor or something like that I'm sure at that point he uh took us up to his work um I was actually able to go over to a friend's house um and Bentley and I were able to shower at her house and we were able to do a little laundry Um, so that was nice, but yeah, it was just, it was just icing on the cake for that day. Um, it did come back on around eight 45 ish, but, uh, we were up where my husband works at. So we weren't here, but yeah, it just, it's, it also gets hot here in Hawaii, you know, um, you don't get the lovely seasonal change. So when my AC shuts off and you're pregnant yeah, later on December 3rd. Yes. I got a call from EOC, which I cannot remember at this current moment, what that stands for. Um, emergency something council, I believe. Um, I got a phone call from them and, uh, these are the, so they came at some point between this time 
December 3rd and like probably they probably came around December 1st but they came now fat came this man walked in turned on my faucet took a vial of water and left um she called me on December 3rd to tell me that uh my house was affected by the uh petroleum leak Mm -hmm. which is not news to me my water still smells like an auto shop um and she told me at that time that we qualified for TLA okay that if we wanted to go stay in a hotel, we could, we were offered three options. Um, one was we go stay in a hotel. We get paid TLA and per diem, which were the two kind of things that we were talking about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. but we have to make the reservation. So we would make the reservation and we pay out of pocket. So right now the room that we have, um, we paid for out of pocket and later we will bring our receipts to the Navy and they will reimburse us. Um, how long that will take, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Our second option was to let them secure a hotel room for us. Mm-hmm. And then it would be paid for if we let them secure it. Okay. And we would still get per diem. Um, okay. But at this time, my husband and I had no trust mm-hmm. with them. We also have two dogs. Yes. So, um, you know, going down to Waikiki, which is like an hour drive in rush hour traffic. Um, with two dogs is not an ideal situation. We knew that we wanted to stay um, close to the house. So we were able to kind of walk back and forth, mm. but um, that was our second option. And then our third option was to stay in our home and receive partial per diem. So half of that set amount um, to eat out. Okay. So interesting choices all have their own different caveats that. Yes aren't super great. Okay. <laughs> so what did you, so did you have to decide like in that moment what you were going to do or? Um, yeah. So I panicked because uh, I can't, you know, I cannot make decisions. And uh, <laughs> this lady was talking about a bunch of acronyms that even though I'm somewhat of a seasoned military spouse, Caden and I will have been married three years mm-hmm. um, in December. Oh, this month. Oh my gosh. Oh my um, gosh. Honey, <gasps> if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, wait, I didn't even say, but I married Brie and Caden, Brie and her husband. So marry us. Yeah. So that's our connection too. Anyway, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just talking with my, uh, my reverend here. My reverend. But, um, so I, I got the phone call. I was actually in the middle of, um, talking with my therapist and I was just like, Hey, I'm getting a phone call. Like, can I call you back? So, um, she let me call her back and I answered the phone and she just like displayed all these options for me. Uh-huh. And I like ran inside and I was like, babe, um, I need you to talk to this lady. I, uh, don't really know what she's talking about. So Katie took the phone and he ended up doing the first option. Um, we are blessed to have, um, somewhat of a savings account. So, um, we just went ahead and did like the first option, but I had no idea what she was talking about with all of her acronyms. And I also yeah. didn't mess anything up with Caden's pay. Cause like, he's the one that's going to be bringing in all the receipts and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, um, the TLA, so we're staying in a hotel. Um, we actually chose a hotel at this time. I don't believe laundry services had been, um, introduced, but I picked one that had a laundry mat. I also wanted to find something that had some breakfast, um, just to kind of take the dishes load off of me. So, um, they have like free continental breakfast and we go over every morning, we walk over there and we have breakfast and then, um, we can go up to the room and shower. Caden's shaving over there. We can brush our teeth over there. Uh, sometimes in the evening, I'll take Bentley over there with, uh, whatever he wants to eat and make his food over there, just because it's a lot easier to wash the dishes because I can just stick you them under the faucet yes. and just sit there with a water bottle. Um, but that's the option we went with. I do know that we got really, really, really lucky. And mm-hmm. I will be the first person to say that, um, hotel rooms started to fill up. You got to keep in mind. There are, I believe the number that they came out with was 93,000 people were affected by this fuel spill. You have to keep in mind that Hawaii is also, especially Oahu, very touristy. Mm -hmm. Um, So we already have limited amount of hotel rooms. The army got first dibs and um, I was told that after like the phone calls, like calling people got kind of messy. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So they started making a form and you got on, you filled out the form and you submitted what you wanted to do. But I was told by multiple people and it was even brought up at a town hall meeting that the form stopped saving your previous responses. So like kind of think about when you go to like fill out something and you click, like you fill out all of your responses and then you click next page. When you clicked next page, everything that you had just entered was deleted. So you were not able to submit the form because nothing was filled out, but you were able to fill it out. So we got very, very, very very lucky. lucky. (laughs) And I will be the first person to say that. Um, We also jumped on top of getting a hotel room. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were able to pick one of our choosing. Um, So you finally get that option. Great. A little late in the game, but at least you got something, I guess. So what happens after that? (laughs) So I think, um, I, I, like I said, I've really tried to like stay true to the facts. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I would like to say that between the third and the fifth, um, that's when they set up the laundry services and they set up the shower services. Um, like I said, those are at our community centers. We go over there. Um, I read somewhere that you can do it naked. I also read it somewhere else that you had to be fully in a swimsuit. I don't think I'd want to shower a bunch of like, active duty military members but you know hey yeah. like if you don't have any other options and you're sick of taking like super cold water bottle baths like more power to you I get it but I know personally I have offered up to uh my friends and neighbors like hey because my neighbor across the street she's their air force and the air force just yesterday did something for their people who are affected by this so you know I was like hey I know you're pregnant I know yeah. you're not showering like if you would like to take my key card and go take a shower I totally understand Mm -hmm. so um I know that I've offered up my hotel card to um some of my neighbors but yeah just uh showering in a field is just not uh something that I see as ideal but again at least they're doing something something here so what happens on December 5th um so the commander of the joint base puts out an official apology to um, all military residents that are in housing, a message from the joint base commander. It is with great sadness that I stand before you today. Our families are suffering and I am beyond grieved to know that I contributed in any way to their suffering by my words. The notification released on Monday was to reassure families that we were committed to pursuing the situation seriously. In that notification, we shared that upon initial reporting by residents on Sunday, the engineering team went out to the homes and wells that day for on-site testing, which was proceeded on island or processed on island, excuse me. Additionally, we were working with the Department of Health and we sent samples off island, um, they sent them to California for further specific testing. Noting those results could take a few days to be returned. We mistakenly felt the initial results that indicated no detection of contamination for the petroleum products. They did later say that their tests were not sensitive enough to test for petroleum products. Okay, just wanted to add that in there. Yes. Um, Meant we may drink the water. And I said in my notification that my staff and I were drinking the water. So I actually forgot about this. They definitely did tell us that they had been drinking the water and that it was fine. Okay, okay. Okay. So that's what he's talking about. Um, He sent out a letter saying that they were drinking the water in office. Okay. That was not a cover. We were, we truly thought the test testing results indicated the water was safe to drink. We were wrong. I apologize with my whole heart that we trusted those initial tests. If there was one day I had a chance, if there was one day I had a chance to do over, it would be that day. The words used in my notification were not the compassionate and validating words I wish were used. I regret I did not tell our families not to drink the water. I am deeply remorseful. My apologies to you all. 
very or most very respectfully, Captain Eric Spitzer. Okay. So so this is the like the joint the Pearl Harbor base, the joint base. Like commander. Commander. Okay. So like head honcho guy. Head honcho man. Yep. Okay. And this is the the base that had been that had made the previous notifications about yes. the water and stuff like that. Okay. Just to clarify for everyone, because I know there's a lot of acronyms and initials that it's hard for me to understand. So, okay. So this is on December 5th. So two, I mean, two days from when we're recording. So this is Sunday, December 5th. And the first notification that, well, that you had from the Facebook page about the drinking water is the 28th, November 28th. So just to clarify for everyone that that is a week's time to when they honestly I feel like this was the first real like actual confirmation that something was wrong because we said earlier that there was a confirmation on December 2nd but you had said that that was kind of like in a town hall meeting from the Navy and it wasn't a specific like piece of communication that said hey don't drink this yes even like today um in the town hall meetings that I didn't listen to any yesterday on the (laughs) 6th I listened to them on the 5th and they still are not on the same page (laughs) about the water um people were asking if I don't smell anything in my water is it safe to use Uh, and the navy was saying you shouldn't drink it but you can use it and then others they would be like don't use the water for anything so like there's still not like they need to get on the same page and just say Mm -hmm. do not use your water yeah so I remember when we first kind of started when we talked about this on that on the 28th on November 28th I think it was either later in that day or like the next couple of days that they came or that it had been brought to light that on November 22nd yes gallons of water had been leaked um, this is so nearly 14,000 gallons of fuel laced water leaked from the facility. And this was on in November of 2021 that this was released. Yes. Was it the Navy who had said something about spilling the gallons on November 22nd or was it like the Sierra Club? I, f- I almost want to say that the Department of Health was the one who brought it up because they were later fined um, like okay. $400,000 because they tried to cover the spill up. Um, okay. They've had multiple spills, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you're about to open up. Yeah. It kind of worms here, but um, they have been fined multiple times for covering um, these up. The Sierra Club of Hawaii has put out a lot of data about everything going on because it's an environmental issue. It's not only like an ethical and human issue it's also you know a big environmental issue and it started kind of as an environmental issue before it really led up to what's happening here so um a number that i have here is on the sierra club site is since 1943 at least 1800 gallons of fuel have leaked from the red fills red hill facility into the surrounding environment and more is likely this includes the 27,000 gallons that last leak from the tank in 2014. Um, most recently, a single Red Hill tank leaked upwards of 1,000 gallons of fuel in May of 2021. The cause of the leak is still being determined. The Navy claimed that the released fuel was a properly checked was properly checked by the fuel contamination system. However, recently released data shows that spikes and fuel contaminations in the soil beneath the, t- the tanks in the days following the leak. And this kind of goes back into what Brie was saying earlier about how those tests that they put out have now been said that they didn't they didn't te- they didn't catch those um, the petroleum product that they had to send it off into California to actually detect that. It makes sense that the Navy says it was properly cleaned up and everything like that, and it was tested and it was fine. But as we know now, some of those tests probably weren't picking up what is actually being consumed by people drinking this water so this yeah this opened up a can of worms of worms of what has been happening between the navy and the water supply for years now since yeah 
We, oh, we yeah. had a report um, that they had had a spill of jet fuel to the Department of Health. And so the Department of Health was the one who ended up finding them. But it does say that the um, spill, this is something Kate and I talk about a lot, actually, mm -hmm. the spill of this 14,000 gallons um, was, what's the word? Contained um, okay. on the 22nd. Okay. Um, but when they started getting calls, they later released that on the 28th, they contained the fuel tank. So mm -hmm. I don't know if they contained it on the 22nd or mm -hmm. if they contained it on the 28th, but yeah. another uh, cover up yeah. that I wanted to point out. Yes. And so like this year club data kind of talks about, obviously it's coming at it from more of an environmental thing, not necessarily a obviously environment leads to human rights issues, but right from, for the main purpose of the Sierra club, it's environmental stuff. And so it, like, they just kind of talk about all the potential spills and anything that had kind of been spilled into the water uh, water supply, which doesn't automatically mean that it goes straight to, you know, homes, but it's just interesting that so many leaks and so many things has happened. Like, okay. One of the lines says, the, the Navy's own studies cite that there is a 27.6% chance that the facility could leak up to 30,000 of ga gallons of fuel every year. That is a, an almost one in three chance that another large leak, similar to the 2014 leak, which was 27,000 gallons, will occur in the future. So obviously this leak, the, the November 22nd leak, wasn't as big as that, but... Mm -hmm if it wasn't contained until several days after the fact, then there is a higher that it got into water supplies and caused more than just an environmental issue. I mean, right. not even there's a chance it did happen. It is happening at this current moment in time. The other thing is, is like, um, so these to a little bit, you, you would want to um, do your own research into the history of the Red Hill tanks. But for those people that would like to know, these tanks date back to um, World War II era. This is where like they kept a lot of jet fuel. Some genius thought it would be a really great idea to um, store this jet fuel right above um, water. <laughs> like you have pointed out, this is not the first time a spill has happened. Um, the Navy knows that there was definitely a uh, risk and there was definitely, uh, it was going to happen again and they yeah. knew it. And um, instead of doing something to be proactive about it, they're now having to be reactive. Mm -hmm. And the Sierra Club is really calling for them to shut down Red mm -hmm. Hill as a whole and to get rid of all of the fuel because the way that the, I'm so dense when it comes to this, but like aquifers and the way that the water pipes run, um, they've actually had to, I sent this to you last night, actually. Mm -hmm. um, they're talking about how there might be a possible contamination for like the Waikiki key area and um I know like in we're still in the United States but in the United States um if something like this were to happen you have outside resources that can get to you but if uh, just one moment take a second and think about you were on an island mm -hmm. everything has to be shipped if all of our water were to be contaminated and every single person in Oahu were having to buy bottles of water to do what we were doing we would have a huge crisis. A huge crisis. Yeah. Huge crisis. The, on the fifth, when that, uh, base commander, oh, yeah, his nice. time to apologize. Um, that was the same day that, um, the secretary of the Navy, Carlos del Toro flew in. Um, he is an elected official. He is not part of the Navy. Um, and he works alongside president Biden. Mm -hmm. He yes, flew yeah. in, for the Pearl Harbor Remembrance Ceremony that took place today. Um, but oh while I know, <laughs> while um, I believe it's the 80th anniversary. Interesting, okay, yeah. So he's here right now, um, but he actually, uh, he was part of the town hall meeting on the 5th and he said that, you know, I am, the, the, the Pearl Harbor Remembrance Ceremony is why I am here. 
Mm-hmm. But I flew in a couple days early because I was informed of this situation mm-hmm. and I have canceled every single other thing on my agenda. And my focus is going to be on Red Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, I think I included in here, um, he uh, apologized to us as well um, on Monday, the, the 5th. Mm-hmm. And he just said that he was committed and rebuilding trust and that he was doing everything he could to fix the problem. Um, he met with the governor of Hawaii um, and then the Hawaii's congressional delegation and the Department of Health as well. And they have called for the Navy to immediately suspend all Red Hill operations. Um, I do know that he took time to drive through communities and talk to people who were affected, which uh, was something that really stuck out in my head. Um, You know, he took time to drive through and talk to people who were actually affected by this. Mm -hmm. And he also took time to go and tour the inside and outside of Red Hill to understand why this is happening, what caused this to happen, and how can we prevent it in the future. And after his um, meeting with all of these people, They put out that the order, and I'm guessing that the Navy has agreed to this because he had just met with them. Um, They asked for all Red Hill facility to be immediately suspended, all operations there. They want them suspended completely. Um, The Navy will need to install a drinking water treatment system at the Red Hill shaft where petroleum has been detected. They are to submit a work plan and timeline to access the system's integrity and to take corrective action if necessary. So testing that actually can detect petroleum in the water. Mm -hmm. And then um, 30 days after completing that, they must defuel the tanks. They must figure out how to get rid of the fuel away from the water Mm -hmm. so that this does not happen again. Yeah. Crazy. So have they said anything about like, I don't even know anything more about like the emergency services that you guys are receiving? Actually today, uh, they're starting to offer like lunch, um, over at the community centers. We're doing the TLA and the per diem. So the Navy Marine Corps, um, Relief Society, NMCRS is actually giving out grants to those affected right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Kaden and I went on Saturday. We spent probably like three or four hours of our time over in a parking lot, Um, but they were handing out $600 grants. And, um, you know, Kaden did have to go to Costco and buy um, multiple uh, things of water. There were a couple of people who were talking about how they had deployed spouses and that they weren't able to get out to get water. Mm. Um, and so he bought a little bit extra for people oh. who like desperately needed it. Mm. I know He's it really helped. Also, we've been eating out a lot. Cause like I said, cooking is yeah. just it's a hassle. Um, and so that $600 really did pad our bank account for the rest of this pay period. Um, mm-hmm. so thank God for them. So that is helpful. Um, the yeah. showers, you know, for those who don't have another option, I'm sure it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Laundry services, like you said, that they have now confirmed that July, August, September, October, November, we've had petroleum products in our water. Um, my in-laws came here for Thanksgiving and oh I cooked gosh. with gas water and I fed them. The Honestly, the, the big thing that we have skipped over Madison is the health effects that this is having. Yes. Um, I do know that they have Tripler. That's the uh, military hospital here. They have a whole like unit, I believe, or like part of the ER that you can come in and start reporting symptoms um, with ingesting jet fuel. Some of the big ticket symptoms are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Um, so pretty much all your gastro, gastrointestinal health, like headaches from fumes, um, oh my skin rashes, irritation. Um, oh gosh, uh, neurological issues. Um, there are a lot of things you should not be ingesting jet fuel. Um, what? <laughs> Who would have thought it? <laughs> it's not advice. I know Kaden has had um, chemical burns in his mouth from brushing his teeth. I normally drink out of the fridge. Um, I know that the filter in there does not filter out jet fuel, but 
part of me wants to think that the water in the fridge is a little bit better than the water out of the sink. Yeah. Caden drinks the water out of the sink. Um, so I think that's why he has gotten the mouth sores. Um, my dogs have both been sick, throwing up. Um, you and I both know that my hanky um, had, we got him in May. Yes. And um, around July, from July on, he had straight, um, very liquid stools and we had no idea what was going on. I'm not going to sit here and say that it was 100% the jet fuel in our water, but, uh, I definitely think that it could have played a role into it. You know, especially as a puppy, he was a puppy, you know, like little kids I've heard, I've heard some pretty pretty, I don't want to say gnarly or wild, honestly, but just really honestly sad symptoms that could be correlated with this in children and um, seizures. Um, They're starting a database to keep track of all of these symptoms. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's not a good. Yeah. The thing is like the medical guidance is like not great. Like some people have talked about how, um, you know, again, like how this is impacting my pregnancy. How is Mm -hmm. this going to impact my kid? Um, you know, uh, I know that a lot of people have talked about different um, health issues that they feel have correlated with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard a little bit about like lupus, um, cancer, different things like that. But when you go to a doctor and ask, um, could this be from consuming jet fuel? A lot of doctors, most all do not know yeah. that what this is not something that has been effect, like long-term effects. Even when I tried to Google, like, how does this affect my pregnancy? Like there's nothing, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think that, that, that also is very, very scary for those families that have been impacted medically and who have issues, health issues going on right now. So before we started this, um, Brie kind of showed me a little clip of one of the town hall meetings that had just occurred. And one of the ladies stood up and was, you know, asking questions and also told a little bit of her story. Obviously we worry about pregnant women. We worry about babies and children, but she, she brought up that she was breastfeeding her child. And I didn't even think about how that could affect like breastfeeding could affect, you know, your child and you. And if like how she had called a couple hotlines and asked if she should stop breastfeeding or what she should do. And they really didn't have like a total clear answer. I'm sure they told her to probably stop, but like at the same time, they probably don't even know if what that could. And she talked a little bit about her, her dog kind of suddenly passing away due to things that they didn't really understand. And she said in it, she was like, I didn't, I'm not blaming, you know, this, I don't know. I'm not saying correlation is causation. I've watched that clip three times and I cry. Like, I just, she, like her voice, like you can hear it. And then when the secretary of the Navy um, responds back to her, you can definitely hear in his voice that he is also crying. And it's just like, it's, it's sad. And I'm, I don't know if he was briefed on before he walked into that town hall meeting, how um, devastating this has been for families. Um, But I definitely think that people like her gave him a very good scope on how awful things are right now and how we need answers and we want to restore trust with them. But I read in a comment during a town hall meeting that the spill in 2014, there was this person who commented, don't, I haven't looked into it. I don't know how resourceful or truthful it was, but they said that they were here in 2014 and it took the Navy two to three months to get that spill cleaned. So, um, you know, I could definitely be having a newborn baby and still Mm -hmm. be, um, taking water bottle baths. It's just honestly, like, just kind of like dehumanizing. It really is. Yeah. Well, and I've also read too, um, my neighbor sent me an article, um, today that, uh, so petroleum products, um, they are, absorbed into plastics. So try to think of everything that you use on a daily basis that you put water in that is plastic. Ollie's dog bowl, his water bowl. My Keurig, it's plastic. Um, My son's spoons, my son's 
um, plates I'm looking at right now, the little divided ones I get at Target, they're 99 cents. Um, those are plastic. Um, any plastic cups, all of his water bottles are plastic. All of his straws are plastic. They come with those um, cups. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just like the, like my fridge, what are, are they gonna have to come and change my filter in my fridge? Um, my washer and dryer, Keenan and I spent um, like $2,000 when we moved here to buy a washer and dryer. Mm -hmm. Am I going to have to replace stuff in my washer and dryer? Are my washer and dryer okay? Are they okay to use going forward? Just all of these little things that we should not have to think about and worry about are things that we're having to think about and worry about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like every single thing you do. I can only imagine how many times you have to stop yourself a day from using the sink yes. or using anything um, with water. Yep. Um, the other day I changed Bentley's diaper and I definitely got a stool on my hand and I went over to the sink and I threw it on um, and I stopped myself. And you said, but, uh, Kaden accidentally brushed his teeth the other day. Um, Hank has helped himself to the toilet bowl a couple of times. He's gotten sick from it, but um, that, yeah, it's just my son, even my son, Bentley has been affected by this. Um, he has these little like blue cups that he plays with out of his um, grill like set in our front room, but he likes to go over to the fridge and he knows how to put water in them. And then he'll walk around and drink out of the side of the cup and go, hmm. And you're like, yeah, buddy, it's good water. Yeah, I've had to lock my fridge so that he can't do that. Um, ice cubes. Caden and I have to keep thinking about, we can't use the ice cubes. We oh my gosh. I wouldn't even, yeah, that would be something that would easily go out of my head. Yeah. You know, there's so many people that this is affecting. And that's why it's so crazy that I haven't heard enough about it. What really sparked me to do this episode was I sent Brie a TikTok of literally what she's experiencing right now of somebody talking about it. Um, I believe she was a native, native Hawaiian. So not even in like military housing or anything. So a little bit quote unquote out of the loop of it, I guess. Um, and so at least it's getting some word out, but I mean, this could potentially affect like these people's lives for ever, yeah. ever. Um, but Brie, thank you for coming on here. Thank you for sharing your story. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. And I'm sorry that you have to deal with all this. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on here. And I hope that uh, anybody who is uh, affected listening to this, um, that they find uh, the resources and validation that they need as well, because yeah. um, I feel like there's not enough validation right now. There's <laughs> not. There's not. No. But yeah. Thank you, Brie, for being on. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.